0: Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm giving you a yes. Hallelujah. 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 Ah, good morning. This is Morning Glory. I'm Apostle Darlene and uh that's the answer. At the end of the day, the bottom line is we must give him a yes, a real yes, a fully surrendered yes. We think we've done that. Here I am. I'm leading intercessors and in this one and that one and ministering and counseling. And I find myself that many times I have to go back again and say, "Mm, I'm still holding on to this. I'm still worried about this. Somewhere along the line, I didn't give him a real yes. And so we got to keep searching ourselves and make sure, hallelujah, that we really have surrendered all. We sing the song, I surrender all. We pray, Lord, have your way. But then we really don't do that. And then now we're stressed and, and now we're fretful and now we're worried. But when you really give him a yes, for real, for real, and lay back, hallelujah, and allow him to catch you, that's where the peace comes in. And that's when he can really have his way. Many of us are blocking our own blessing because we're still holding on to things and we don't realize it. But wherever you find yourself worried or wherever you find yourself uh, confused, uh, that's where you haven't given God a true surrender. And so this morning, hallelujah, it wouldn't make sense for us to constantly uh, get on these prayer lines and, 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 and read and pray and, and do all these things. And, and, but we really haven't told the Lord that he can have his way because we're, 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 we're uh, messing up our own things. The Bible says that we're ensnared by the words of our mouth. And not only that, by the intent of our heart. Some of us say, "Yeah, well, Lord, you know, you can have this part of me, but if you're trying to send me, you know, another place to live, ah, that's where I got to draw the line. Ah, oh, Lord, you can do what you want with me. I love you. Here am I, but I just really don't want to forgive this person because you know how they hurt me. And so this, this right here, though, you know, uh-uh, I'm, I'm gonna work through this, and and I'll give them uh, forgiveness when I get ready." Mm instead of saying, Lord, help me to forgive this person, or Lord, help me to do what you've called me to do. And no, I really don't want to move, and I and I don't want to go to another job, or I don't want to leave my job, or do whatever you're asking me to do, because this way you're not know, get my money. You know, like God doesn't know that, and like he doesn't have more for you. Ah, I know some of y'all are feeling some kind of way this morning. Like, come on, Apostle, it's too early for this. I love you. I love you. And that's why somebody got to say it. Hallelujah. The Bible says, whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. And if you love people, you must correct them. Of course you correct them in love. And somebody needs to hear that because we're not being taught that from the pulpit. We're being taught that we're going to get houses and land, and, and if you keep giving to uh, this ministry, and uh, uh, giving to this church, uh, you're going to be blessed. And if you leave the church, you're going to be cursed. That's what we're being taught. Tu fratern de sabasha. But nobody's telling us that when we go home and we sit here and we look at our bills or we look at our loved ones being sick or uh, being uh, uh, enticed and, and going into gangs and, 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 and drugs and doing things they shouldn't do, we don't know what to do. Hallelujah. Uh, we don't even know where uh, to go in the Bible to, uh, to, to get a scripture. We don't know. And many times it's because we haven't given them a real yes. Mm. Uh, we tell them, yeah, help our children, but, uh, you know, uh, don't 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 let them get hurt or don't let them go to jail. Mm. Uh, sometimes that's the way that God wants to do that thing. And so you have to surrender your children too. I know you don't want to hear this. Hallelujah. It hurt me to my heart when my uh, middle son uh, went to juvenile detention center. But I want to say this. Uh, the second time, well, well, did he go more than once? Let me think. I don't want to tell stories early in the morning. Well, I believe he just went, no, he went twice, I believe. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> that's what that's telling you about the apostle. She's tired and she got a lot going on. Hallelujah. But the bottom line is that when uh, Joshua, uh, he learned some stuff. Uh, he, he was getting in trouble, uh, glory to God, and they kept threatening. So that's what happened. They kept threatening and, uh, that he was going to go, and finally he did go. Hallelujah. And that thing crushed me. It hurt me. But I had given him to God. Hallelujah. And I said, Lord, I need him to have a Damascus experience. And nobody wants to be on the road to Damascus and go blind. Who wants to go through that? But if it turned Saul into Paul, hallelujah, then it was worth it. And sometimes, you know, uh, just like with Job, uh, Jesus will uh, allow the enemy to buffet uh, buffet them and, and, and do something so they can wake up. But he's not going to let them uh, be overtaken by the enemy. No, God doesn't work like that. Hallelujah. Even with everything that Job went through, God told the enemy, listen, you don't have permission to take his soul. No, you don't. And uh, they get turned over sometimes to some things that, you know, they don't like. But sometimes you got to, everybody's different. Some people got to go through some stuff. And so who wants to see their child incarcerated, you know? Now, this I need to say, God doesn't make anybody sick. Whoever's telling that is telling a lie. God's not uh, going to make you sick. Even with Job, he got some boils and stuff on him, uh, glory to God. Uh, But, you know, he wasn't sick. You know, after a while, them things left. You know what I'm trying to say. Sometimes people say, well, I'm suffering. I'm sick because God put this disease on me. Hmm. In the Old Testament, he put some diseases on the Egyptians. We already know that, uh, but that's different. We're in covenant with him. He's not going to put sickness on us. Hallelujah. Some people, sickness comes upon them uh, because they're not walking in uh, truth and, and they're not taking care of themselves. And sometimes uh, they're in rebellious. Uh, and They're backslidden and uh, certain things will happen because you've opened up the door and you've allowed the enemy to come in. It's not that God did it. And so sometimes we've got to get that uh, cleared up uh because a lot of times you just think people uh think that this is what is God. Oh, it's a tornado, it's an act of God. God's not the Prince of the Air. God's not sending tornadoes and hurricanes and all things. Uh read your word. He stopped the tornadoes. I was watching a video recently. Oh my goodness. These people in the Philippines, they can pray Hallelujah. And they were showing the tornado coming to the village, getting ready to mess up stuff. And those people, I mean, they were praying. I was getting blessed. Forget about the tornado. After a while, I stopped even looking at the tornado coming because the prayer was so, my goodness, uh, effectual. Hallelujah. And you watch the tornado. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You watch the tornado uh, lose power and stop. Though people praised him so hard, I was praising him with him. You know, I was like, look at God. God has given us power to stop tornadoes and all those kinds of things. So those are, that's not God. But people get confused. Oh, yeah. God did that because, you know, nah, that's not God. And, and I don't want to, you know, uh, get on Facebook and be, be having to argue with people and all that. I learned the hard way uh, that, you know, listen, sometimes you just got to pray and keep on scrolling. Sometimes it just gets to you so bad you want to say something because they say the most dumbest things in the name of Jesus. Uh, but, you know, that every fight is not my fight. I'm learning, hallelujah, uh, to pick my battles and hallelujah, glory to God. Uh, but what am I saying? I'm saying we got to give him a real yes, a yes to everything, a yes to, Lord, What even to the point uh, some of us are going through this fast, hallelujah, and even when you're not going through the fast, Lord, what should I eat? Ah, Bob Hoskin, they're just going to be too suchy much. All right hallelujah, Uh, you learn, hallelujah. Uh, Some of us are in a certain place and some of us aren't yet. And as you get to a certain place in God, you just want to be led by him. You want to know. Uh, Because some of us have eaten things, uh, glory to God, and didn't realize it. And then come to find out, you get to the doctor, and they told you, you shouldn't be eating such and such. Uh, I can talk about her because she's my sister, um, Elder Rose. You know, she's battled cancer, and the doctor let her know that eating sweets was inflaming it and making it worse. Amen. She didn't know. But if you're hallelujah, you ask God, show me what to eat and how to eat, uh, sometimes we can avert some things, glory to God. And so that's why it's important, hallelujah. For my own self, hallelujah, almost everybody in my family on both sides have had diabetes. And so when I started seeing uh, certain things happening, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not, uh, I'm sure that I, I'm not going to never, ever, never have diabetes because I'm under a different covenant than the other people in my family. Hallelujah. Uh, but my point is that why would I eat things that's going to help uh, precipitate it and make it worse? Hallelujah. Bring it upon me. Hallelujah and so what are you saying? Uh, some things I don't know, but guess what? When I finally read things, thank God for our mother car who puts up a lot of things concerning um, you know, what to eat and what uh, different vegetables do and what other things do, and then I realized, wow, God, you had me eating a broccoli for years for a reason. You had me drinking water before everybody else was drinking water. Uh, it became a fad you know, after a few years. Everybody's walking around with a bottle of water, but you had been telling me long time ago, drink more water, eat more vegetables now I know why because some of the other things that I would have been eating starches and things like that they turn to sugar in your body and so my body didn't need that because you know I was uh, uh, already you know in that kind of a situation where uh, that's what the enemy would love to bring upon me because that was in my family and so yes even down to that I'm not trying to be too much I know there's some people that everything well I gotta ask the Lord um, what color I should wear today <laughs> Now, you know, maybe that's with people, some people, God has them. I remember when Juanita Bynum first started preaching, God had her wear white all the time. And, and then he had her wearing black and white. And then, you know, he took off her makeup. And that's something she was going through with God to sanctify herself. Uh, but you can't make it a rule. That's what everybody has to do. Hallelujah. He look at the ministry he had for her. So he took her through some things that maybe he didn't take me or you through. But that's why you have a relationship with God. And, Lord, show me what you would have me to do. Hallelujah. Ah, And and in certain instances, we want to do that. Sometimes you need to even ask them, show me how to dress. Not necessarily the color, uh, but if, you know, uh, you've been, you know, yeah, hallelujah, she's going to be nice. (laughs) Oh, rababo, shikarabo, sabah. Hallelujah. We have to have a modest appearance. Uh, I was looking at a young lady yesterday. She was as pretty as she could be. I want to say, baby, you're not helping how you're looking right now. I know it's hot, but it's never this hot, you know, but she wasn't somebody I knew and God didn't tell me to say nothing. So I just said, Lord, help her. You know, you pray to yourself uh, because people don't want to hear it anymore. Glory to God. Uh, and so God's showing us and he's teaching us, you know, how to do and what to do. But we must give him a, a full surrendered yes. Lord, have your way in my life. Uh, maybe I'm going um, to McDonald's too much, and that's why, um, I'm finding myself short when I need to go to the grocery store because I've wasted $8 buying two hamburgers when I could have gotten a whole pack. She's teaching a whole pack of hamburgers with 16 in them and just taking them home and it only takes a couple of minutes to make a hamburger. Come on now. And I could have bought a, a bag of buns for a dollar. But, you know, I I keep going here because I'm not thinking. I'm just doing things without thinking. He'll direct you. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, I'm spending 200 and something dollars uh, getting my hair did, uh, glory to God, when maybe there's a better way uh, that I can do it. Maybe you can even show me, and it can just look just as nice, and I don't have to keep going and giving uh, some uh, young lady or man uh, $200 uh, to get my do did. She's teaching. And then I can have money to pay this phone bill or whatever. God teach us. And then when we give you a surrendered yes, hallelujah, everything that concerns us, it concerns you. And now God can lead you. For real, for real. Not just lead you on a thankful Thursday. Not just lead you on Sundays. Come on now. Or not just lead you when now we have a big problem that could have been uh, prevented had we gone to the Lord in the first place and allowed him to have his way in our life. Hallelujah. And so I just stopped by to tell you that God's been dealing with me. Uh, I need you, darling, to give me a full yes. I thought I did. hmm. You thought you did too. <laughs> Don't be talking about, oh don't oh boy apostle you didn't give him a full yes? Ah, neither did you. Hallelujah. Now some of y'all probably did. I'm teasing. Uh, But I know that we just need to keep checking and making sure, am I where I'm supposed to be, especially when you see uh, things happening? Hallelujah. Uh, One of my daughters recently had a wonderful victory on her job, and I'm so very godly proud of how she handled things. But some of y'all not having um, victory on your job because uh, you have a different spirit. Hallelujah. You want to talk back to your boss. I had to tell my um natural daughter yesterday she was telling me she was having some problems with her boss and how she told her boss you know this or that i'm like that's not how you talk to your boss because your boss has the right to fire your little self hallelujah everything you said was true uh, but you said it in the wrong way and your heart is wrong hallelujah uh, she has rule over you whether you like it or not uh, we have to obey those that are in uh authority hallelujah And uh, we got to pray for them, too. Glory to God. And so um, uh, my spiritual daughter, glory to God, she did everything she was supposed to do. And guess what? God did everything he was supposed to do. He handled that for her. And so uh, when you're giving God, hallelujah, every situation, and you're not taking it upon yourself like my other daughter was uh, to, uh uh-huh, I told her, no, tell Jesus, hallelujah, allow him to have uh, full reign in your whole life. Glory to God, even when things are happening to you that aren't fair. And that's the hardest thing, I know. Uh, when somebody's doing something to you, you want to let let me let tell them. No, sometimes you got to zip your lip and tell Jesus and watch him move. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, Heidi Baker is talking about carrying Jesus. A while ago while I was staying in a hotel, the maid knocked on the door to service the room. As she came in, I struck up a conversation with her. Hello, sweetie. Where are you from? Macedonia, she replied. Macedonia, I thought. That's perfect. <laughs> I love the biblical, biblical significance of that place. In 2 Corinthians 8, we read about how generous and giving the Macedonian church was. In fact, the noun charis grace appears a massive 10 times in chapters 8 and 9. They were a people God could use and bless to such an extent that in 2 Corinthians 8 and 5, Paul described them in this way. They exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first all to the Lord and then by the will of God also to us. It is part of my role in God to call people to go and serve the Lord in this way. So I got excited about meeting this girl. I told her why her homeland was so significant to me. I think she was a little surprised. As I began to talk to her more, I discovered she was a Muslim. I asked if I could pray for her, and she said, yes, please. As I started to pray, she began to cry, not quiet tears, but loud, weeping and sobbing tears. When I finished praying for her, she said, now can you pray for my son and my uncle and my sister? So we prayed together. When we had finished praying, I said, now don't worry about the room. You're free to go. It's fine. She hugged me still crying with joy as she left. What God asked us to do, is not complicated. We can carry Jesus everywhere we go. And that's what I was trying to say concerning, and maybe I just went the long way around, about giving God everything. It really isn't complicated. When we really surrender ourselves to God, he'll lead us and guide us into the blessings, hallelujah, into the, uh, uh, that land that's uh, flowing with milk and honey, glory to God. He'll lead us into favor, glory to God. He'll give us miracles, uh, things that don't make sense, hallelujah. He'll contend with them that contend with us. My, 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 my. But most of all, he'll give us that peace, that passeth all understanding, that no matter what you're going through, you'll have a peace when you just give it all to him. Amen? Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all, we just want to say thank you. Today is Thankful Thursday. And Father, we've made up our mind that we're going to do like Daniel. We're going to pray three times today. Many of us are already on the Daniel fast, but for those of us, us that aren't on the fast, we're going to give up something, hallelujah, that we like. We're going to uh, mortify uh, this uh, flesh, hallelujah, uh, my, my, my. And we're going to do what God's uh, calling us to do. Uh, we don't want any of this flesh to be stinking today. No, we're going to do something that we know is going to uh, really mortify the devil, my, my, my. But it's going to edify us and it's going to glorify you. And so, Father, we love you today. We're asking you to have your way today. Be with us on the prayer line as we get on. Anoint everyone, Father God, that's going to lead prayer. God, I thank you right now that everyone will be blessed that gets on and will get on one way, but will leave more strengthened, hallelujah, healed, delivered, set free with more peace and more joy. God, I thank you for who you are. And I thank you for what you're doing in this ministry and in ministries all around this world. Father, I thank you right now that you're covering these United States with your precious blood. I thank you, Father, that we're learning, hallelujah, uh, to walk upright. We're learning how to give you a surrendered yes. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Not our will and not our way, but, Lord, have your way. We're giving you ourselves. Hallelujah. Uh, Father, many times uh, we sing that song, give me you. Hallelujah. And we want more of you. But, Father, you're saying the same thing. You want more of us. And so, Father, help us, Father God, and forgive us for the things that we've held on, Father God, and we haven't surrendered to you. God, show us, hallelujah, because some of us don't even realize it. God, we want to be more like you. We want to, Father God, please you. We want to have everything, Father God, that you um, died for us to have, my God, my God. And we want to be everything, Father God, that you've called us to be. And so right now, I take authority of every word that's been spoken over any of us by anybody in authority that does not line up with the word and what God has for our life. And I cancel it in the name of Jesus. I let it burn now, Father, let it burn in the consuming fire of the Holy Ghost. And right now, Father, every word that you've spoken over our life and the plan that you have for our life, Father God, let those plans come to pass in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you a surrendered yes, for real, for real today. And Lord, we love you and we honor you. God, please don't forget Jerusalem. Bless her with peace. And God, don't forget your people all across this world that have need of you. Father, thank you for our missionaries. God, thank you for all those, Father God, that are suffering, especially your persecuted church. Oh, God, help them, strengthen them. Thank you for people like Heidi Baker and others that have no problem praying with Muslims or Jewish people or any other uh, religion, Father God, because you die for everyone. You love everyone. My, my, my. And so, Father, help us to have that same love. Help us not to uh, think ourselves better than anybody else because now we're saved. No, no, no. You die for everyone. And help us to remember that, Father, that every soul is precious in your sight. Lord, I'm asking all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ. I'm calling them done. Amen and amen. I'm going to see you guys in a little while on thankful Thursday. Come on and get blessed. We're not just praying because we don't have nothing else to do. We're praying because God is wanting miracles and he's fixing things. I love you. God bless you.